Afternoon Quickie on ringscoops.com. What's up, wrestling fans? This is the webmaster Wade Needham on ringscoops.com, and I got a very special guest here on the Afternoon Quickie on Ringscoops, Mr. Ron Kilborn, co-host of the Creative Podcast, right? The Creative Team. The Creative Team. Yeah. For those out there, explain your podcast for everybody. Oh, well, first of all, hello, Wade. It's so good to see you. Uh, you know, uh, it, this is 15 years in the making, I got to say, because uh, my first media interview anywhere was on your show. And it was good times. It was in 2006. And I remember back then we were touching on it before we hit record uh, that <laughs> it was a big deal to to me and the gentleman that joined said show because nobody we knew had a media digital outlet to like advertise or get interviewed on so you were like the first of its kind in our little circle and it was uh it was pretty cool to see and i'm glad to see that we're we're live here together coming full circle 15 years later but to go on your first question the creative team podcast is a little venture that me and my co-host cole dawson uh he would like to also add he is the brother of candace the ray <laughs> he will drop that every episode it's a thing that we do um, but uh, we dropped the podcast in May and we dropped an episode every Wednesday uh, at no fail ever since. And uh, we're wrapping up the, the end of the year. And basically we're a nostalgia wrestling podcast made by wrestling fans for the wrestling fans. And we have a number of themed episodes, our favorite and the essence of the show is called take it up with creative. And we like to take a subject who maybe didn't get a fair shake creatively, no matter where he was, he or she uh, rather, uh, like example, Mike Awesome in WCW. Everyone loves Mike Awesome, but everyone hates his run in WCW. Yeah. So what if Mike Awesome came to me and Cole and said, hey, rebook this, get me over? <laughs> Gladly. So me and Cole, we pitch our two storylines, and then we kind of meet in the middle and combine. Or one of us just loves the other more than the, the other. Uh, it's just, it's friendly wrestling banter. If you would like to be a fly on the wall, amongst wrestling conversation you don't have your own friends to talk wrestling with because when i was in elementary school i was alone on that hill everyone thought wrestling was stupid but i was the only one so it's kind of like if you're still going through that today you have a group of people to talk to and that's us that's awesome man that's that that's great i I just, I love anything that has to do with people getting together and geeking out over the greatest form of entertainment on this planet, which is professional wrestling slash sports entertainment. Cause there's people out there that like to say, oh, they're two different things. I think they're the same thing. They can coexist, but you know, that's that. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. Like, uh, again, something else we touched on before we actually hit record, uh, wrestling is a genre themed entity like movies and music. It's, you know, Music has uh, underground and mainstream music. Movies has independent and big blockbuster movies. And wrestling just happens to have independent wrestling, mainstream wrestling, sports entertainment. Uh, it's it's all it's all a mixed bag. And not everyone likes country music. Not everyone likes metal music. Not everyone likes independent music. Not everyone likes sports entertainment. Uh, independent wrestling and sports entertainment. I said independent music <laughs> twice. But you mean what I know. So. Yeah. 
<laughs> but uh, no, it's a mixed bag and I watch a little bit of everything. Uh, is there parts that I don't like? Sure. But I just call it not for me. But uh, I'm still a, a, a shameless wrestling fan for 30 plus years and it, I don't see it going away anytime soon. I want this to be like my grandmother in her 70s. I'm watching my stories. Okay. This is my general hospital. Okay, <laughs> and I'm always I'm always gonna be in front of the TV Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays, and watching it. Yeah, wrestling has definitely taken over almost every single day of the week. You really think about it, and what for the last 20, 25 years, like you said, people are saying wrestling's dying. I don't know how it's dying if it's on every night of the week on so many different like major platforms too. And that's just television now. Now it's like. You got all the, the streaming stuff. You go on Fight, and you're just overwhelmed with wrestling content. Anybody can get on Fight. Yeah, absolutely. It's funny that you say that, because a couple of years ago, they had contacted me when I had a Roku channel asking to put content up on Fight. And I had to let them know. I'm like, I'm, I'm so small time and a nobody that you would lose a lot of money by having my face on, on your programming. So, Oh, bro, I would have lied. I would have <laughs> faked it till I made it. I would be like, yep, no problem. Every every single week, give me all your money, bro, bro. I would I would have jumped in. Yeah. Can we can we call him back? Well, it, it was probably too late now. But <laughs> oh, one thing I did do because at that time I was working for Jesse, I did say, hey, might want to check out EWF Empire Wrestling Federation. They got good stuff. I, nothing ever came of it though. So I tried, I tried, but it's all you got to do. Yeah. You, can't, you can't hit a home run without swinging the bat. Hey, exactly. Or you miss all the, uh, I don't know the quote. Uh, you miss all the free throws if you don't throw it or whatever it is. Let's just end it mine. There you go. That's, <laughs> that's perfect. That's, that's great. All right. So this uh, this Sunday uh, on the Peacock Network, we've got um, War Games from NXT 2.0. Not one, but 2.0. Um, are you excited for War Games? I mean, um, yes, I, I think would be the, the nice answer. Uh, you know, I, nice I, answer. I just I just had to um, recover from dropping my microphone, you know, ultra professional over here. Uh, but no, honestly, the, the main event for War Games is uh, is really intriguing. It's kind of like the old guard versus the 2.0 guys. And uh, I'm I am excited for Braun Breaker. Um, I, you know, despite the name, Um <laughs> You know, Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano, anytime they're in the wrestling ring together, together or against each other, is can't miss. Uh, I'm loving what LA Knight's doing, despite the name. Uh, <laughs> and um, yeah, uh, I, I, I'm actually looking forward to uh, the Cameron Grimes hair versus hair match because I think we might get a little old school Trevor Lee look uh, coming out of this uh, coming out of this show because. He really grew his hair out since I first laid eyes on him. The first time I laid eyes, laid eyes on him, easy for me to say, uh, was <laughs> when he beat Kevin Steen on his way out to NXT. And that was a pretty cool moment. Uh, Kevin Steen uh, very publicly said that he pointed at him and said, this is the future. And look at that sidekick of a man. Wow. Uh, he's on NXT today. And, you know, one of, one of the mainstays uh, definitely had like some of the best video segments this year with la night i was dying laughing with the whole butler thing um 
but yeah and then the obviously the the women's war games match i love the repackaging of uh mandy rose um yeah absolutely i think she actually i think she definitely needed it even though i was very on board with her and otis uh th that angle was fantastic especially like the videos of them as a couple she really it was inspiring she really, <laughs> right right she really played her part like well like like you can you almost bought that she was into that <laughs> yeah, yeah but uh but yeah no it's gonna be an exciting show it's gonna be different this isn't a takeover uh they don't they're not calling it takeover it's gonna be in the it's gonna be in the performance center like the takeovers of old we're not in an arena uh, it's, it's different. You know, I'm not going to come out and just uh, be hating on change and just shitting all over it for the sake of shitting all over it. Like some people I see on the internet, I'm going to go in with an open mind and I'm going to enjoy what I see. Cause you know, we still got Roderick strong on the card, baby. Like how do you have a bad match with Roderick strong uh, when he's involved? Oh, so, exactly. So at the end of the day, it's wrestling on the weekend and I'm excited for it. To piggyback a little bit on what you were talking about with uh, Cameron Grimes and slash Trevor Lee, uh, the first time that I had ever seen him was during the last time that he was on part of Impact Wrestling. Um, I had stopped watching Impact for several years, and I started to get back into it in late 2018, and I went to Las Vegas at Samstown for one of their tapings. Ironically, his very last scene that they taped was him getting a cinder block smashed against his head by Killer Cross, of all Classic. people. Classic. Who was just recently released. Yeah, I mean, JR survived a cinder block to the face. You know, I'm not sure if that really holds any water anymore, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I recently just rewatched that episode. I was like, man, JR's a tough son of a bitch. He went through a lot of stuff during his time with WWE. A lot of stuff. The gentleman's going through a lot of stuff now. He is. He, he very much is. And, uh, you know, on behalf of everyone here on Ring Scoops and uh, hopefully Ron, I, I speak for you. Uh, JR, we wish you the very best and a speedy recovery. And uh, you're going to beat this thing, man. You're going to beat this. Like a scalded dog. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah. All right. So let's uh, let's run down the the card. Uh, in detail here for war games this Sunday, the fir uh, first match, according to the Wikipedia here. And I know I learned in school, don't trust Wikipedia, but you know, we're not in school anymore. So uh, the women's war game match, we got Raquel Gonzalez, Io Shirai, Cora Jade and Kaylee Ray taking on Dakota Kai and toxic attraction, which consists of Mandy Rose, Gigi Dolan and JC Jane. We also got the hair versus hair match. Duke Hudson taking on Cameron Grimes. The tag team championship match. Imperium, Fabian Aikner and Marcel Barthel taking on Kyle O'Reilly and Von Wagner. Imperium, the tag team champions heading into that one. The cruiserweight championship match. Roderick Strong defending against Joe Gacy. And the main event, the men's war game match. Like you said before, team black and gold going up against team 2.0. Team Black and Gold consisting of Tommaso Ciampa, Johnny Gargano, Pete Dunn, and L.A. Knight. Taking on Team 2.0, Braun Breaker, Carmelo Hayes, Grayson Waller, and Tony D'Angelo. It's a hell of a lineup. So, uh, it's certainly good company. 
It's a hell of a line. For for a, a new direction or a new brand, what four months in, I think they've I think they've done all right making you know some up and coming stars for the next brand. You know, we definitely got to a destination. Now let's see if we could, you know, hit the ball out of the park with this. You know, I, I think I think they really need a solid uh I think you want to call this a pay-per-view. You know, it's a pay-per-view, right? I I, I think they really need a solid effort in a pay-per-view to really solidify this brand. Because, you know, um based on the interwebs, it's 50-50 split. You know, you, you got a lot of the old school black and gold fans just kind of saying, Oh, I don't like this new direction. Where's all of our where's all of our stars? Blah 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 blah. And then there's the the WWE NXT loyalists. They're just give it a chance, and I'm and I'm in, I'm in the middle because, you know, wrestling fans like new, and for us to crap all over an entire uh, company that's basing around new, I think it's counterproductive. Uh, so I'm going in with an open mind. I'm going in with excitement. Uh, how do you get bored watching a war games match? And this is going to be, uh, this is going to be different. It's the first war games match in the men's side without, uh, the undisputed era. Absolutely. That's, that's a great point. Cause war games has been around for NXT for what the last four years, this is the fifth one. And you're right. No one disputed era in this one. It kind of makes it a little exciting. It's, it's almost like the first WrestleMania without Hulk Hogan in the mix. Almost almost <laughs> although wrestlemania 10 wasn't too bad no, no no not at all no great start great end hopefully we'll have the same thing this coming sunday at, at war games but uh in this first match up here the uh, women's war game match um who do you got in this one uh who are you looking forward to seeing the most and uh what are your predictions well, I think it'll be, you know, speaking of counterproductive, I think it'll be very counterproductive to not have Toxic Attraction win here. So I think they're going to go with that. Uh, they're definitely the top heel group in the on, on the women's side. You know, not even the women's side. They're 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 being they're being presented as the as one of the top heel groups in the in the the show. Yeah. So uh, I think I'm going to give it to them on this one. As far as who I like to see, I love watching Raquel Gonzalez do. Uh, what she does um she she lays it in she's a heavyweight and it's uh it's a it's a breath of fresh air to see like a powerful woman uh get after it you know i i, I didn't think we would get two rhea ripley's in one year but we got it <laughs> so that's a great way to put it that's an absolutely great way to put it there um yeah raquel she has definitely grown in the last year tremendously because a year ago if you would have asked me you know hey what do you think of raquel I probably wouldn't have been ultra positive, but a year later, I'm digging her. I'm, I'm liking her style. I'm liking the way she's presented. Her in-ring work is definitely, definitely have picked up. Um, I would like to see her get another run as a champion sometime. But as far as this match goes, as predictions and whatnot, I am totally agreeing with you on that. Toxic Attraction is the next thing. And then, of course, in addition to Toxic Attraction, you got Dakota Kai in the mix, too. And, you know, she's kind of been given not, I mean, not from a management or a storyline or a creative team standpoint, she's been given like the rough edges on things, but that's because unfortunately, you know, she has been injured. She just came back from the injury and whatnot. And I got a feeling that this run heading into 2022, we're going to see some big things out of Dakota Kai. 
Yep, I think we attempted to pull the trigger on her push uh, a couple times, and I think she's healthy enough and uh, maybe grown mat- uh, mature-wise enough. Uh, not not to say that she's immature, but maybe just <laughs> knows knows to you know be a little safer. Uh, don't take so much calculated risk. Um, yeah, I'm I'm in agreement. I think Dakota Kai's got a hell of a future next year going forward. Oh, absolutely! This would be a fun match. Great workers all around in there. Uh, next match, the hair versus hair match, Cameron Grimes and Duke Hudson. Let me ask you this. Let me real quick. Duke Hudson, he's got like this poker player thing. He's like a big shot kind of guy. It's a card shark, uh, the casino thing. What are your thoughts on the, on the gimmick? Uh, well, because I've just found out what his gimmick is, uh, I would <laughs> like to say that it's pretty good. Uh, I'll be honest. Don't know who Duke, Duke Hudson is. I just found out who the gentleman was via picture, uh, looking at uh, looking at the show lineup. But uh, it sounds like Mini Vegas, and uh, that's a good time. Uh, maybe a little shorter, I'm sure, because you know they they just don't pass out seven foot uh, seven foot monsters around anymore. That's that's hard to come by nowadays. But uh, yeah, Duke Hudson, love the name. Like the name is a gra- is an ear grabber for sure. And if he's rocking the casino gimmick, then more power to him. But as far as a pick, uh, I saw his picture. It doesn't really look like he's going to lose much if he loses. So I think the big surprise is I think we're getting uh, we're making a storyline out of Cameron Grimes losing that luscious lock of hair he has. I'm going to have to go in agreement again with you on that one. Uh, I think it just makes sense. You've got a buildup like this. Like you said, with the appearance, one guy's got longer hair than the other. The other guy, not so much. It just makes more sense to kind of have the the, the longer hair guy, you know, go under on it, lose his hair. Uh, it reminds me a lot of when they did the uh, the match at WrestleMania 20 with uh, Molly Holly and Victoria. Nobody thought Molly Holly was going to lose the match and lose her hair, but she did. And I think a lot of people are probably thinking – Cameron Grimes just got fresh off this thing with LA Knight and the Million Dollar Man. He's a big, big mover, up and coming guy. Could be like one of the top guys in the next NXT 2.0 run. And I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna take the loss. I think he's gonna surprise people. It's gonna elevate Duke Hudson for sure, and that's what they need. Yep. And I'm just. It's hard to picture Cameron Grimes with a bald head. You know, I hope he grow. I hope he grows it quick because, you know, they just got rid of Orny Lo, Orny Loken. Oni Lorkin, and I swear, if Cameron Grimes shaves his head, everyone's going to mistake him for Oni. Ooh, <laughs> not so good. Not, not he so might good. get a might get a bunch of emails asking for interviews, asking with his feelings on his release, right? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we got the uh, NXT Tag Team Championship match. Um, Imperium defending against an unlikely duo of Kyle O'Reilly and Von Wagner. I'm not one <clears throat> to have room. Not, not a fat joke either, but I don't have a lot of room to talk about looks. Obviously, I've got the face for radio. That's why I barely, rarely do videos anymore. But Von Wagner is a interesting looking man. And every time I see him, I think of those old Geico commercials with the caveman. That's what he looks like. It's he should come out. That should be his catchphrase. It's so easy. Von Wagner can do it. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, he definitely, he definitely looks like he can't believe it's butter. Um, 
Wow. Did I get you with that one? That was good. That was Thank very you. good. It was a little slippery. Might want to put that on a roll. <laughs> oh, that was Fabio. But um, yeah, uh, when I saw this, I was like, what is this? Like, I just saw Kyle O'Reilly in the main events. Um, but, you know, that being said, I, I hope this is just a strong showing for Imperium because Imperium is uh, quite frankly the shit. I love Fabian Eichner. The dude's crazy. And uh, Marcel, Bof uh, I, I never pronounced his last name right, but uh, I'm just going to say Marcel. Uh, that dude's fun to watch. And like he got in such crazy shape uh, this past year. Like I, I, he's got washboard abs all of a sudden and he didn't have that. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping, you know, uh, I'm hoping this is just a means to an end for Kyle O'Reilly uh, because there's a group of guys that I think he should join elsewhere. Um, but uh, that's just my two cents. Um, but as far as the match goes, the match is going to be good. You know, Von Wagner, despite the butterface, uh, he, he does. Okay. He, 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 I haven't seen anything awful. And they, they put him on SmackDown for a spell, uh, already. So that was cool. So, uh, yeah, I mean, as long as, uh, he's certainly in there with good company and the match is going to come off well, I think. I like I like how you you put that. He's in a good company. It very much is. They any weaknesses that he has, they are going to cover that up greatly. Not just because of the people he's in the match with, but also because of the dynamic of the, putting him in a tag team match instead of a singles match. So there's less spotlight on just him. With tag team specialists, absolutely. With three tag team specialists, Kyle O'Reilly, man, I like. Sad to say, but the star has fallen for him in NXT 2.0. If this is an indication of anything for him in the future, I feel sorry for him. I wish that I wish he had a lot better stuff going on, to be honest. Oh, he will. Yeah. I could see the confidence in your face on that one. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's hopeful confidence, but I'm, I'm pretty sure he will. You have inside information that we don't no, know. About. No, 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 I okay. do not. I All do right. not. Fair enough. Fair enough. Good I'm not form. that guy. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. Uh, up next, uh, one of the matches that should be really, really good, uh, which is like tough to say because it's like almost all these matches are, but the NXT Cruiserweight Championship match, Roderick Strong with the Diamond Mine defending against Joe Gacy. And before we get into this match real quick, I got a little thing to say to the wwe right now if there, if anybody in wwe is watching this which you guys probably not um man you guys really missed the boat with tyler rust he was part of the original diamond mind and they got rid of him that man is a hell of a talent hell of a workhorse he's got great work ethic he is an outstanding gentleman outside of the ring this guy is dependable he's reliable and he will deliver everything you ask him to do wwe you, you ruined it man tyler rust could have been the future that's just my little rant right there hey, you know you know what i'm talking about don't you oh i i i know i i know very well how good uh russell is tyler rust is uh definitely one of the ones that got away i bet i don't think he got a fair shake either i think he was just you know collateral damage of just all the releases that were going on whatever business moves they were making i don't know i'm i'm not in that uh, bubble but uh i do know that it probably wasn't malicious 
Yeah. Uh, I, I do know that he still has a bright future. I mean, the guy, oh, yeah. I mean, look at him, uh, you know, he, he just, uh, he's going to, I think he's going to take this and make the most of it. And uh, we'll see him somewhere very soon. Yeah. No doubt about it. 2022 is going to be a bright future for that guy. You know, really is. Yeah. But, I mean, uh, I'll still smack him around. You know, <laughs> I, I, mean, I, I, he, he, he hasn't beaten me as many times as I've beaten him. Just don't let him kick you. Cause those kicks are so powerful. <laughs> I saw him put a, uh, a ball down on the tee, kicked it, made a hole in one on a par three once. Nice. Yeah. Did I tell you that you saw that. I saw that. I seen him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we got Roderick strong defending the uh, cruiserweight title um, against Joe Gacy. Your thoughts on this one. So, you know, let me preface this by saying, what's the deal with the cruiserweight title? Like, why do we still have it? Yeah. You know, you know, everybody, I mean, Roderick Strong looks just like Finn Balor. How come Finn Balor isn't considered a cruiserweight? Like, it's just so it's it's just so visually unappealing. It's just a belt for a belt. I think I, that's just my gripe. You know, I, I think how do you, how do you have a cruiserweight champion when the heavyweights are cruiserweights? You know, yeah, there's exceptions to the rule. Like Roman Reigns is a big dude, and you know, Big E's a big dude. But you know, not too long ago, we had Daniel Bryan as the heavyweight champion. We had um, we had Finn Balor as the Universal Champion for a day. Uh, you know, just all the guys, you know, eventually the cruiserweight title is just going to be like, why? Like, you know, it, it's because everyone's going to be the same size eventually. Yeah. So that's just my little take on it. But, and that being said, the gentleman he's facing, um, cruiserweight, I mean, at least if you're going to, I'm, I'm pretty sure on paper, he weighs as much as a cruiserweight does, but come on the guys, it's, he's it's a, a cruiserweight work. on Mars. Yeah, he's a cruiserweight on Mars, I'm sure. But no, on paper, because, you know, back in the day, cruiserweights were above 200. They were like 220 to 225. The cruiserweight, the cruiserweights that I grew up on, you know, Chris Jericho uh, in WCW, he was over 200. Now we got guys not not scratching to uh, 180. And it, it, it's more common than not. But, uh, you know, the guys obviously not. You know, I know that it's his gimmick. He's got the Kevin Owens body. He's got he's a little out of shape, but you know, it's just cruiserweight. <laughs> it, it just it it sticks out like a sore thumb to me. So I, I I just thought that was funny. But yeah, as far as as far as who's winning, I'm going Roddy. Uh, I know Roddy uh, signed an extension to his contract uh, just via the interweb, so I know he's not going anywhere anytime soon, which is you know a little disappointing. But you know, he's. He's well needed there. I'm I'm pretty sure he's one of the vets there that you know everyone goes to uh, for good advice and and you talk about dependable and consistent. Roddy Strong is one of the best to do it. Um, so I'm going to go with Roddy. I'm going to go with Roddy as well. Um, I think uh, Joe Gacy with the cruiserweight title it may may be entertaining to see a guy that size run around with it. Um especially with this gimmick you know he's kind of like um like a like a modern day Waylon mercy a little nicer but you know it's it's all you know a front for what he really wants to do and say to people we all know that but it fits in so great right now it really does um but yeah uh right see, see i'm a little behind uh, on the storyline so you got to be telling, is he like, you know, basically playing the fat shaming card to get this title match? Uh, That'd be amazing. He's, he's like, 
how do I say he's, he's a very liberal character. He's okay. all about acceptance. I do know that his first promo got in, got him in a little trouble. I think it was a little too woke for the public. And, uh, and maybe that was just, wasn't the line they wanted to go down. Uh, well, but, you know, they I, changed I, that. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I heard they turned on a dime, you know, and it, that's a whole nother topic, but I think like, you know, heat's heat brother. But, oh, yeah. uh, but, uh, yeah, it, but if, if this was like an angle, like, you know, Hey, I'm putting my creative team hat on for a second. Uh, if, if Joe Gacy was like this, you know, hint of a liberal character and he was like trying to get a cruiserweight title match, but they say he doesn't weigh less enough. That would be amazing if he played like the fat shaming card to get this match and then like beat him for it. And then said like, you know, and then they like, very snarkily and absurdly like you can do it too. And like, but he's a real dick about it. Oh, see, I would buy in. Is it, if this, if this is the storyline, I'm buying it. I have to be very honest and very transparent with everybody. I have not watched religiously NXT 2.0 uh, in the last couple of weeks, but uh, I do still keep tabs on like, you know, characters are and who they're feuding with but as far as promos and stuff go i don't remember all the details but i wouldn't put it past him to do the fat shaming thing because the guy that he, he has with him uh what was his name uh harlan he oh, that's, the, that's parker bordeaux right yeah yeah he got his head shaved he's got all this stuff going on and yeah, yeah, yeah. everything that made him look like a mini brock lesnar they just <laughs> changed it yeah, yeah. And uh, Joe Gacy is talking about how he's embracing him because everybody made fun of him for being bald. Everybody talked a bunch of crap. So he's embracing him because everybody needs a good friend. You know, everybody needs to be accepting of other people and be open-minded and, you know, that, that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I mean, the fat shaming thing going to have to be worked in there. I'm going to have, have to, to be. I think I might have to dust off the boots just to do that character. Yeah. Can I be your manager? Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, that'd be great. I, I'll do commentary ringside, going all the way around the ring and managing at the same time. Has Dude, that ever been yeah. done? I'll get on the microphone and just be like, this guy tried to pay me with hot dogs and handshakes. I, do, does, he, does he mean that I only eat hot dogs? Hot dogs. A fat person should not eat a hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> and who does handshakes in the time of COVID? <laughs> yeah, he's trying yeah. to kill me. Oh, perfect. Speaking of hot dogs and handshakes, real quick, shameless plug, everybody check out ProWrestlingTees.com slash ring scoops for the hot dog and a handshake t-shirt that just re released two weeks ago. See, when, when I hear ring scoops, you got to have an ice cream t-shirt. Ooh, maybe I can actually bring a, a little legit... mini wrestling, a little mini wrestling ring with a scoop of ice cream in the middle. Is she like, kind of like in the Disneyland parks where they got like the, the Mickey sink with the ice cream sundaes in it and everything? You have the ring and all that? Yeah, where's my marketing check? It, it, it's been recorded, too. So, I mean, eh, my hands are tight. Tremendous. All righty. We got our main event. Uh, team Black and Gold going up against Team 2.0 in the men's war game match. Um, I don't know about you, but I think, like, our feelings are about the same on this as it was for, like, the women's one, right, where you got the no blood and you got the billionaires. Oh, wait, that was WCW. Um, so, yeah, so you got the, the newer people and the older people, and they're clashing. Where do you go from here? I think this whole show is dedicated to, you know, saying these are the future. These guys are the future. So if the show doesn't go off the air with Braun Breaker holding his arms up with everybody around him, uh, then I don't know what this show is about then. You know, unless you... And, 
you know, I do love going home with some heat. Uh, so if like maybe it comes down to Champa and Braun and Champa like does a real dick move to to win, um, then man, you know what? I haven't asked since this whole time. Can cussing is cussing allowed? <laughs> yeah, it's fine. I'm... I've been cussing this whole time, brother. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all good, man. We're good. <laughs> okay, good. But yeah, no, I think I think like you know you'd have to just have the the new blood win. Um, but then like if this if these guys win you know i feel like i feel like it needs to be vice versa amongst these two matches or it just could be you know as predicted in just both matches the new blood rises to the top um so i think i think i'm just gonna go with the safe bet nah safe bet's stupid i'm going with hot takes i'm going with black and gold prevailing i'm going with team diy just low blowing everybody and uh maybe just like low blowing everybody while they're still in their shark cages like at the ramp like no one, they never even get in the ring. Oh man, where's my dude? Where's my application for the writing team? On LinkedIn. <laughs> Sweet. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, according to some of their pamphlets that are getting released, it might as well be on LinkedIn. Ooh. WikiLeaks. You, you only get zingers when Ron's on your show. <laughs> that actually sounds pretty good right now. I might have to go to the hostess store and go get some zingers. It was pretty good. Oh. Love the old tasty cakes too. Those are good. Love it. Love it too. I think we might have to roll the chance cubes, maybe. I don't know. Qui Gon doesn't cubes. accept. So yeah. Got those at uh Galaxy's Edge in Disneyland. Nice. Yeah, love it there, man. Love it. Um, there's a question for you, real quick, before I get my prediction for, for this match. So who's gonna win real quick? Uh, do you think we're gonna see a Frankensteiner off the top of the war games cage? A Frankensteiner off the <laughs> I mean, probably, you know, everyone, everyone who's, everyone's going to catch him. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I was, uh, I had the privilege of sitting second row for the war games match with uh, Ricochet doing that double moonsault off the top of the war games. Wow. Uh, so anything's possible. Yes. Thank you, Candace. Love you. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past anybody doing it. A Frankensteiner though. I'm trying to think of who's in this match. I mean, a, a Steiner. So, yeah. I mean, he, and he's he's been doing the Frankensteiner. Yeah, yeah, and he's man. doing it very well too. He's a he's a big boy. Who's gonna base him for that shit? I don't think I don't think Champa is gonna risk that move at, at this stage of his career after what he's been through. The boy, uh, I, mean, I guess the biggest guy on that team would be what L.A. Knight, right? Yeah, but you know, he's a little he's a little too sports entertainment to take that kind of risk, don't you think? How about Pete Dunn? I think Pete Dunn would do it. Yeah. Uh, I think Johnny would do it if uh, he if he wasn't another person uh, that I was thinking that was not long for this world. Um, uh, not not the world. I mean this company. <laughs> oh, oh. Again, I know nothing. I'm just kind of predicting just based on internet rumors. But I wouldn't be surprised if you know there was a change. Um, I don't want to get in trouble with this kind of talk like I did in 2005 with the whole Iron Sheik and the Royal Rumble thing, which he said he was going to be in it, and I still got shit from people. Oh, well, you could send the Iron Sheik after him. And <laughs> the Iron Sheik. <laughs> oh, yes. yes. Did I ever tell you about the time that I prank called the Iron Sheik? No. but I, I called him up doing an impression of him saying I was the real Iron Sheik, and he got pissed at me, man. Oh, we should do that now. Does he have the same number? 
I have no, I haven't talked to Cheek since uh, 2006, 2007. Oh man, I don't think yeah. he, I don't, I don't even think he's talked to himself since that, since that long either. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with the uh, the young blood on this matchup. Braun Breaker has to be the closing scene. You have to. Yeah. He didn't no, get his due at Halloween Havoc. He's going to get it here. Yeah, because they already had, they already showed that he can lose. You know, he lost to Ciampa. So let's see him win a triumphant, crazy match. And let's go home. Let's go off the air with uh, Braun Breaker holding the, holding the arms up with his uh, team. And to piggyback on top of that, Ciampa could say that it wasn't a real victory because he had other guys help him get that victory. And Braun Breaker could say, well, give me one more shot at you. Then they have the one-on-one match, maybe gimmick, and he finally gets the strap. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I can I can totally see Braun Raker just getting the pin on Tommaso and saying, hey, I pinned you. Let me see if I can do it again for that title. Yeah. It's just simple. What kind of match would that be? Uh, I mean, how, how do you how do you follow a War Games match? You know, I would just go straight up, just uh, beat him clean in the middle. Let's make the kid. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, well, we've uh, kind of run out of time here with the War Games talk. And before we head out, uh, Ron, uh, would you like to give a plug uh, again for the podcast? And let everybody know where they can listen to the podcast as well. You can get us on all platforms, good sir, and fellow audience members. Um, we are the Creative Team. And find us at Creative Team Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, find the, the Creative Team on Facebook. Find at Ron for your life to find myself on all platforms, number four. And uh, find Cole Dawson on all social media platforms. I wish he was here with me today, but hey, uh, if you find me, if you find the creative team, you'll find him right then and there. <laughs> so uh, I uh, do want to plug our show that we have coming up with you, good sir. We're going to have a very special guest, Mr. Wade Needham. Uh, and we are going to be running through one of our classic brackets. And this bracket is going to be the breakout star of 2022. And we're not talking about just new people. No, 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 no. We got Roman Reigns in the mix. We got CM Punk in the mix. We got uh, Dan- we got Brian Danielson in the mix. You know, we're not saying who's going to be the new star. We're saying who's going to take over the year. And we're going to put 32 names in a bracket. And we're going to run through the bracket and eliminate guys as we go. Guys or girls. Girls are involved, too. Girls Ooh. are involved, too. I love intergender fun. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a blast. And there's going to be a lots of debate, lots of hurt feelings, a lots of friendly wrestling banter. And uh, I'm excited to have you on, sir. Oh, I'm excited to be on, man. I'm looking forward to it. Tremendous. It's going to be a bloodbath. Oh, I love bloodbath. Is Edge going to be there? Uh, I mean, his people are going to call my people. We're going to do lunch. There you go. There you go. Ron, thank you so much, man, for uh, being on the show. I really appreciate it. And I look forward to being on your show as well in the future. Ladies and gentlemen, don't forget, check out Ring Scoops on social media as well at Ring Scoops on Facebook, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, Twitch, all the good stuff. ProWrestlingTees.com slash Ring Scoops, Anchor.fm slash Ring Scoops. And also RingScoops.com. Check out the Ring Scoops card game. We're still shilling this. I'm going to have to get you guys a copy of this so you guys can play this, the ring scoops card game. You have a lot of fun. Just covered in excitement right now. I must have that. Trust me. You'll, you'll, you'll get a copy of it. You know, you remember Ben Thomas, right? Yes. He's got a copy of it. He loves it. 
and he doesn't love anything. No, he doesn't. <laughs> no, he's. I'm, I'm still working guy. on him getting to love me. Not gonna I got another story for another time about a lot of stuff, but anyway, Ron, We're thank time. you. We got to go home. That's right. Don't forget to check out next week here on TNT. All right, Ron, thank you so much, man. I really appreciate it, bro. Wait, it's been a great time. Thank you so much, sir.